Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What it do? You know, listen Why are you that. laughing, Key? Because Yates is choice of music. <laughs> can you hear Key? I can't hear him. I can hear Key. Hmm. You can't hear me, Max? Oh, now I got you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they the music up was too loud. Max, do you no, hear me? I got you now. They opened up something. Turn are you sure down, you Yates? hear me, Max? Yates, turn the snare down. Where's my snare? I have no snare in my Where's headphones. Where's my snare? You know, listening to that sound coming in. It only made you think about person. some nasty stuff? Yeah, no, just <laughs> the sound, not the music. Don't get, hey, it's Monday morning now. I wonder, like, oh, we, we think they're fourth <laughs> quarterback. We could find a guy in the third round. <clears throat> oh, you got to get lucky. You got to have good scouting. And the guy has to exist, right? Like, the guy has to exist. You can't just invent them. Or key, the question is, is there someone in every draft in the later rounds who, if he goes to the right situation with the right coaching, can be coached up to be a competent quarterback? Because if that's not the case, if there is. Yeah, in the right situation, just because a guy – I mean, you don't have to <laughs> – In go, every draft. To, yeah, you don't have to be a top-five guy. You can, if you got the right stuff around you, you have opportunity. It's all about the surroundings, the environment, man. It, it's, it's all about that, the culture, the coaching staff. There's a lot of great players that go to coaching staffs. You never hear from them again. So the There's fact a lot that- of great players. It's a lot of players that aren't considered great that go to coaching staffs. And they're, it's like, oh, my God, where did we find this guy at? So the fact that you get paid at that position, if you're one of those guys, must be as much to do with the fact that the team has invested years in your development, right? And, and therefore, that you have value to them. Because if you can pluck anyone, if, you, if every draft there's a guy in the later rounds you could pluck out in the right situation with the right coaching and get them to be a competent NFL quarterback. Man, think about it. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. He almost took his team to the Super Bowl because he went to the right situation, the right environment. Everything was perfect. Had he gone to Carolina, now what, right? We'd be like, ah, get this dude out of here. Same thing in basketball? No, I feel like it's different. Exactly the same thing. Really? You could just pluck a guy out of the G League, right situation, he could be a productive NBA player? What you think Austin Reeves is? I was just about to say that, Keith. No question, but Austin Reeves is actually good. But what you think Caruso was? Also, right good situation. Right situation. Max, right my situation. first year, I, I got dropped. I mean, the, we ran the triangle. Situation, right? The triangle was built for a strong wing and a center. Not like who, what guard have you ever heard be dynamic in the triangle? You Tell need, me you one. A strong guy to bring the ball up and play defense. And Eric Fisher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Situation. Coaching. You want to sneak in there a few you calls? Go, Jay. Situation and coaching, right? Goes a long way, Key, don't it? Because look. As, as, as for us, as great as D. Fish was for us in the Lakers, had you put him on the Bulls oh. when Jay was there running the triangle? <laughs> well, it looked really different, Key. It, it looks, looks different running yeah. the triangle with Kobe and Shaq than it does with Jalen Rose and Eddie Curry. No offense, Jalen Rose and Eddie as Curry. As we're waiting boys. for Kimberly Martin, for them to be finished putting the final touches on the masterpiece in the makeup room. You want to take some no, calls on, to give all that on basketball? Don't worry about me. 
Do you want to give? You want to do some final calls in basketball? Yeah, because man, because we're going to talk football, but I feel like people want to talk. Here's an opportunity. Yeah, but you started to talking about in. the makeup room, not yeah, the because football. Kimberly, and cousin Kimberly, Kimberly did do nothing to you. Has to be, she's not. It's nothing. She's here she right is. She's I was just saying, Kimberly, as they're putting the final touches on the masterpiece in the makeup room, and these guys, let's sneak in a call, and these guys took exception to that. Like I gave something away. Kim, I see you today. I see you today with the glow oh, in the hair. You know what? See, Jay, when you're not here, it doesn't say it. I say you. it. This is why yeah. I appreciate you. Because Max, he's all business, which I appreciate. Yeah. But at the same time. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Hold up. I'm the one saying, as they put the final touches on the masterpiece mm-hmm. in the makeup room, these dudes take exception. Max. Then you walk in. They Max. do a 180. Max. Say it. And now I get Max. blamed. She woke up this way. You know what? That's, that's what I'm saying. No, I don't care who you are. No one wakes up that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't happen by accident. Kimberly A. Martin with us now. Kimberly, how you doing, young lady? What? I'm a little con- I don't even know what to do with that. I'm good. <laughs> it's like almost key being normal is not normal. No, so it's it not threw normal. Me off, like, hello. Oh Kishan. God. Speaking of normal, there you go, Max. Oh, it's no, for me. Kim, Thank what's, you. What's, what's up with uh, D-Hop in Arizona? Can the Ravens make a play for him? Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the Ravens going after him. Um, I actually talked to a GM, not the Ravens GM. I talked to a different GM yesterday, trying to, and I was like, who wants D-Hop? And his response literally in the text was, nobody, not at $19 million. Mm. And that's the interesting thing because – what we think of of value, what players, you know, actual players in the league, a lot of players would love to have D-Hop if you ask them, right? But as you ask around the league and when you're trying to formulate your rosters, especially with the draft coming up, I don't know. It's, it's interesting that there isn't more of a market for him, but, but that does speak to, you know, you get some years on you, you look at contracts, and you got to – make everything fit within the parameters of what your team is trying to do. So, so what's the right price for him? Like, what's a, what's a reasonable price? Really is general manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not as high on, on D. Like, I just, think, uh. I just think when you're making a team right now, like, I'm, like, wide receiver, at that position, I'd rather, like, this isn't the draft to, like, go find, like, the wide receiver, right? But... I don't know. I'm not as high as maybe some other people um, I, at this point. Can like, you tell me I, why, though, Kim? Like, why aren't you high? Because every time I've seen D-Hop, when he he's available, like, yeah. he looks he's good to me. Legendary. Yeah, I do think the time in Arizona hasn't helped. Like, I do think everything in Arizona. I do. There has been chatter about, like, locker room. Like, I, I, locker room being like a being like a vet leader, good for God. You know, like that kind of stuff. Mm. Um that he's so, not that you're saying. Yeah, that you just hear enough chatter about personalities and how you uh, within Arizona's building. There was a lot of that though. Okay, let me ask you something, and, and, and a key I want to know from leadership. you too. I'm so curious about this topic. Mm, Number right. one, when a guy when they look at a guy like Deion, we should ask Key what he thinks about D Hop. You know what I mean? But no one wants him. You look at two things because the number's too high. You say, okay, the production has slipped enough where there's whatever going on in the locker room. That doesn't, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't entice teams. To me, D 
DeAndre Hopkins, I don't watch a lot of Arizona games unless it's the red zone. Mm-hmm. and it's so, But to me, DeAndre Hopkins still looks good when he plays. Yeah. How much of it is a slippage and how much of it is personality? That's what I want to know from both of you. I think it, I think it depends. I think de- it depends on the, the team that you're looking at. Like, you know, every team will value any sort of locker room issues or any sort of character more than the production. Like, there are just some teams that are saying, like, listen, I just want guys that I don't have to – worry about other teams will say hey he can still make plays I think he's like a great pe- he actually did an interview where people someone was asking him about like give your like body body language reaction to particular teams are you interested in and he kind of was like the guy said Jets and he was like mm. said Bills he was like mm. and Chiefs he was like mm, okay <laughs> though to me the Bills and the Chiefs he'd be I don't when Buffalo would be a luxury piece you know what I mean? Like he's he's an added piece. Like I think that's what you want. Do you, I want a team that is? Hey, we're going all in right now, and we are like we are on the precipice of a Super Bowl. Like that to me is the team that I think should like go all in. Like if the Jets said, "Hey, we're just going to try to add Aaron Rodgers, and we're gonna, we are in on, in on Odell, but we're gonna add, like that would make sense to me." Um, but I think in Baltimore you have all sorts of other factors happening and other roster concerns. Kim, is there a serious Kim. threat if they don't get it? If Baltimore, you mentioned, they don't get a deal done with uh, Lamar, is there a serious threat that they could draft a quarterback in the first round? I mean, theoretically, they could. You know, like depending on they pick what twenty second. Thing with me for with the Ravens is they have five picks this draft, right? Two in the top one hundred. I'm I, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm I don't like where the Ravens are sitting. Like the whole Lamar Jackson situation gives me anxiety because as much as we know he should really be there week one because they have a lot of leverage with the tag and no other interest, you still feel like, is he going to show up? I think so, but I don't know. And they can't tell you for certain whether he's going to show up. Um, Why would he show up? Why, when you have Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts about to set the market, why not? I don't see the incentive to show up, sit out, let well, them set the market. Well, you do want to play enough um, – you know, we had this, uh, Mike Tannenbaum and I were on a production call earlier, and the conversation about leverage, and he does technically have to play a certain amount of games to accrue this season. You know what I mm. mean? To, like, have that count. Um, but with Lamar, the question is, what is his what is his real priority? Do you want to be the highest paid? Do you, Is that really your priority? Because if not, then you're not stepping on the field then until that happens for you. But as far as the Ravens and drafting a QB, yeah, you can get Hendon Hooker and Richardson and and – and the guy who eats the bananas with the peel, I'm blanking on his name right now, Levis. Um, you could, right? But to me, it's sort of like you already have a disgruntled quarterback who feels like you didn't do anything to improve the offense around him enough. Now you're going to draft a young kid when you still have roster holes, and, and then you need, and it's somebody that you, who needs some seasoning. I, I don't know. They've got, like I said, five picks in the top 100. They have a lot of roster holes that. I think should be addressed. Kim, we got about a minute left. Uh, mm-hmm. Buda Baker, five-time Pro Bowler, once out of Arizona. It seems like nobody wants to play in Arizona these days. <laughs> Would uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, agreed. What do you think is a good landing spot for him? I mean, at this point, if you are a vet out there and, you you know, I want to go to Buffalo. I want to go to Kansas City. I want to go to, like, teams that are on the doorstep, the teams like the Jets, like teams that literally are like, hey, we're all in. Um, but ultimately, like you saw with Odell, like if you pay guys, whoever's paying the most money, 
usually gets that guy. You know what I mean? So I think it's the question for him is, do you want to win or do you want to get paid? How about the Cowboys? I think Jamal, and I think Jamal Adams' situation, Kim, may have hurt Buda Baker as well because mm. a safety – you know, safety's not going to change the fortunes of your team yeah. to win a Super Bowl. No one's giving up two ones for him, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, Kim, Kimberly A. Martin. Mm-hmm. You came what, in what, taking what, what shots at me. What are you about to me. say now, Max? She take, to, came in, take, walked in, know, taking shots even, at me. I'm giving you texture today. Yeah, ooh, you I didn't, you're right. Yeah, I didn't okay, see the two. Thank what? Thank you, thank you. Yo. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, is Keys, the, this is my issue with Max. Keys, so she's not, not playing observant. Good. He's not observant. I don't he know doesn't. what to do. I, I was I so observant that I passed you in the makeup room, and when people were like, where's Kimberly? Like, they're putting the finishing touches on a masterpiece, <laughs> and I got nothing but flack for it. Then you walk in, Jay says one thing. Just, just tell me. Benedict Darnold over <laughs> yes. here says one thing. Yes, Keith. Just know, Kim, yes. Max not paying attention. That's shocking. Mm. Maybe it's, it's got to be me. I don't I know. I can't. My denim jays aren't. <sighs> What's your Max, biggest takeaway? You say, Max, it's not you. It's me, Kim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me. Mm-hmm. Self-centered. It's me. <laughs> What's your biggest takeaway from opening weekend in the NBA? And I will be seeing you later today, Kimberly A. Martin, on the hit oh, show. This just is 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN Radio. Post. Thanks, guys. All right, coming up, NBA Talk, KJM. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. <laughs> fresh, so, so clean, fresh, fresh, so clean, clean, clean. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Guys, people want to talk about these playoffs that just, I mean, what an opening. I can't remember a better game one weekend than this one in the NBA. It was crazy. 
it's almost like when we think about the best opening weekend of sports, you think about, okay, first weekend of March Madness. I'm of course. Like, this surpassed that to me. I agree for the first time ever in my lifetime watching basketball. I, I legit didn't know who was going to win really any series heading into the first, except for, except for Denver T-Wolves. I, I know we haven't talked about it a lot yet, but, I mean, look, there's so many intriguing matchups. But the matchup between the Cavs and the Knicks – Nuts. Like, to me, it's so live just because so many Nick fans, all they wanted was to go in for Donovan Mitchell. Like, I, I thought they should have went in for it. I thought they should have given up R.J. Barrett and some other pieces. But I, hearing the chatter on social media about people revisiting that while I'm watching Jalen Brunson, who is the epitome of kiss, keep it simple, stupid, is what we say in basketball. 24-7 and the way Julius Randle played, you just feel like the you know, the Knicks could find themselves in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, really? They, you they think potentially so? could. I'll tell you what, Key, Jay. Jalen Brunson, you know, I, I know this is an oversimplification, Jay, and guys like you in the league hate it because guys like me just reduce it to some absurd, like, one-on-one thing. But I'll say this. Among evenly matched teams, in my lifetime watching the NBA, usually the team with the best player does win. And I got to say... Jalen Brunson was the best player on either team, right? Like, the Knicks won because this dude was the best player on either team, and let alone what he brings to the locker room and all that stuff. He looks like – I knew he was good. He's great. He's great. He's a great player. I'm just – go ahead, Key. No, go. I was going to tell you all that, you know, so a name that you won't hear a lot is Isaac Okoro, who plays for the Cavs. He is by far their best, their best defender on the perimeter, okay? But he can't shoot. Like he's not shooting the ball well, so it makes him a liability on the offensive end, and they end up stacking the lane for guys like Donovan Mitchell. That's why I see Donovan Mitchell. Uh, D. Mitch is a special player, but he tries to shoot him, himself out of slumps to a degree. But they had Chetty Oseman in. And like once again, similar to how we talked about uh, Tyus Jones being picked on by Austin Reeves, Jalen Brunsman picked on Osman, Osman all day long. Can you, can you uh, rewind and say that name one more time? Chetty Osman. No, you said Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. I was mad. A lot of Brunsman. names. A lot of names. Jalen Brunson. We got to clip Munster, that one off. Harold Munster. Jalen Brunson. Now, see, you like you like this series. I like I like the Kings and the, um, the Warriors. Kings and Warriors matchup. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Lake obviously Lakers. That's an easy pick for me. But the Kings and the Warriors. I think that one right there because it's so much tension. They're so close together in terms of cities, and it just feels like. They've been the, the little brother for so long to the Golden State Warriors being right around the corner. And on top of that, you got to think about the last time. It's been a, a like a drought since Kansas, Kansas City. Oh, Lord. No. <laughs> Kansas City Kings. Since the Sacramento Kings have made a, a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah. Guys, think about the difference. Not just little brother. You got on the one hand the most successful franchise in recent NBA years by far is the Warriors, right? Little brother in terms of the Bay Area. No, no, of course. But I'm saying the most successful by far is the Warriors. The least successful by far is the Sacramento Kings. You have Sacramento <laughs> who plays in actually the capital technically of the state of California, but the Warriors who are Silicon Valley. That's really where all the – like you have the complete opposite ends of the spectrum, the most experienced championship team, the least experienced team. And here comes De'Aaron Fox, who I'll remind people in the Sweet 16 against Lonzo Ball, who getting all the fanfare, drafted second overall by the Lakers, did the same thing. Gave Lonzo 39 on one end and held, held him to 10, 11, 12 points on the other. Doing his thing again. Yeah, I mean, him and Malik Monk. And by the way, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I love him as a player. 
And the adversity he's been able to bounce back from has been unprecedented in watching what Klay Thompson has been able to do. But last year, everybody kept saying, well, look at Klay Thompson locking up Jalen Brown in the finals. And I'm like, okay, well, Jalen catches the ball, like, you know, free throw line extended, turn face, one, two, three dribbles. He's not in his bag. Like, De'Aaron Fox is a one-man fast break. De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk are constantly beating Klay Thompson off the bounce. Just watch it. Like, Klay Thompson is not that type of perimeter defender. Maybe five, six years ago, you know, he can lock up like that. But when you have him on the perimeter – like with the way Malik and these guys bounce with it, Darren Fox east to west, he it's can't guard it, man. It's not a big small forward guard shooting it. guard, you know, spotting up. It's a good Darren Fox too. I just there's some guys, and again, this maybe it feels like an oversimplification. Just because it's been like this in the past doesn't mean it'll be like this in the future. I get it. Darren Fox is a big game player. He's a big game player. Jalen Brunson is start is going to start to stake out a bit. Jimmy Butler, for example, big game player, right? Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of big game players step up in game one. DJ in Baltimore. Hold on, wait. Q was about to ask me a question. Oh, though. go. No, I was going to ask you how difficult is it to guard somebody's left-handed? Uh-huh. That's a left-hand shooter. I mean, just naturally, Key, every time you go up defensively to swipe on it, the ball comes from your right pocket, right? So it comes from your... Literally, you're right. If you put your hand into your right pocket, that's where you naturally go to strip the ball on shots and everything. When it comes from the left pocket, it's just awkward. You know what I mean? Like you're used to shading somebody one way. Uh, Lefties are difficult to guard. And you don't see – I mean, the Knicks have all the lefties on one team. uh, But it's difficult for a guy who's shifty like that, who can move like the Aaron Fox, who's quick, who gets shots off from different angles. Southpaw, every sport is hard, right? You don't see a left-handed pitcher or your left-handed hitter. You're not going to do well usually. You fight a southpaw. You're, you know, you're just not used to seeing him. It's going to be tough. Now, DJ in Baltimore. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Well, what's going on, guys? Good morning. What's up? First, before I give you guys my take on the sports, I just want to wish my mom a happy 50th birthday today. She's at home watching. So, Mom, if you listen, a happy 50th birthday and enjoy your day. Now, Keyshawn, to you about that Kings and Warriors game. I was watching, and the only thing I can think of going through my mind when I saw Andrew Wiggins take that shot at the end of the game is, I want Iguodala. That's the only thing I can think of. Now, now, Jay, my Tar Heels are coming for you this year. And, Max, let's talk about a little bit about my boy Javante Davis on Saturday. Don't try to skip over the Tar Heels. I had to shout him out. Yeah, no. Let's skip over the Tar Heels. We coming for you, Duke Lover. So, listen. Russell Westbrook and the Clippers are coming for it all this year. Let's go Clippers. Let's go Brody. Like I said when I called in last week, it's a new town in L.A., Key. Go ahead and get you a Clippers jersey, baby. That's a lot of topics right there. what? Give it away? Come on now. Is there a fight this week? This weekend coming up? Yeah, this weekend coming up. Yeah. Saturday. Max couldn't even give me tickets. Are you going? Javante Davis. No, Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia. That's not our fight, Jay. It's not our fight. This weekend? I tried to get Max to hook me up. Max Are you going? It's no not clubs. our fight. No, it's not no. our fight. Well, why can't you go anyway? I Whether it's your fight or not, you know so go. many people in the boxing. I'm going to be get, wa- don't I will get watch you started. That. Listen, I will watch that on TV. There are some fights that no matter what, I'm going to go to. For example, Jay, Errol Spence, get- Terrence Crawford won't be our fight. I'll be there. If that happens, I'm going to be there. No Jay, doubt. Jay, can you give me tickets to Florida State, uh, UConn basketball game, even though yeah, you're not calling you it and you didn't go to either one of those schools? Yeah, sure. You can – call somebody yeah, right here's the issue because you're in the college basketball world so you can call somebody here's the issue you when, would think if he's in a boxing world he should be able to call somebody here's the issue when you are extremely blunt 
about your takes. You can offend certain people in the boxing industry. Uh-oh. So if you want, if I, need, if I needed to have my career such that I could always get the ticket no matter who's promoting, etc., that would be one thing. But if I want to tell the truth, Oscar. that's another. No, some other stuff. Okay. You got to, you okay. got to, you can call, call somebody. It not make any sense. Some He's hotel, apologize. Listen, I'm some sorry. Something. I, asked Max, I asked Max two weeks ago. Yeah. Hey, man, could you give me two seats? I told him that. Uh, uh, well, call so-and-so. Where's it at? Is it in Vegas? Vegas. Uh, look, oh. I told you the fight I could get you, I could hook I you up I don't want that fight. I said this fight. I could, get, <laughs> I could hook you up for Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko, which actually is a, at least as high a level fight. And this is why you can't get tickets. Something that you just said right there. You offended the promoter. You see? <laughs> well, I tell the truth. That's the thing. Tell the truth, you know. Let's not dig the hole any deeper, Max. Here we go. There's no hole. I'm good. Just, you know, the thing I have to sacrifice in my career is sometimes getting key seats, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, oh, look at this. We're already uh, heavy. Will the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. speed up negotiations between Lamar and the Ravens, ESPN? The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. And look who's dropping by, guys. Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL analyst, brought to you by Beacon. Beacon and Beacon Pro Plus app helps roofers get things done from anywhere 24-7. Beacon, always building. Good morning, Lou. What's up? How you guys doing? We got that holy music on for you this morning, Lou. You know what I mean? Got that praise music on. Yeah, for you. I, you know what? I, I see. I, I, yeah, I see. I see what it's doing to you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at Ke- Keyshawn. Keyshawn, where are you? You out in L.A., man? Uh, yeah, I'm in L.A. I'm in studio. Oh, okay. studio well, you got it good then. The yeah, he's got. But I, yeah. By the way, okay. Lewis, I don't know All this. Right. I don't know this today, but watch this. Key, do you have socks on or your toes out right now? Toes out, man. Toes out. Right. Flip flops. Got the pedicure. <laughs> yeah. Lewis, I like it. I like it. You're living the good life. We've been talking a lot of Ravens, you know, this whole offseason. Do you think that Odell Beckham signing with the Ravens changes the calculation in the Lamar negotiations at all? No, I don't. Look, I'm going to take Odell for, you know, at his word where he said he was given no assurances by Lamar that he would be back there. Look, business is business. He he understands that better than anyone. I mean, we'd be foolish not to think that Eric DaCosta and Ozzie Newsom and 
you know, Steve Bashotti and the rest of the owner, ownership group was not trying to kind of bridge the gap in terms of, look, Lamar, if we look back over your career since you've been here, we understand you really haven't had a true number one, despite what anyone says about your, you know, progress or lack thereof, you know, as far as being a pocket passer, which people now are coming out of the woodwork talking about the fact that this is a guy who has never really shown the kind of chops that are deserving of the kind of contract that he's looking for, which is just ridiculous. But we're going to try and give you a guy that maybe can help, you know, this transition that we're trying to do right now with Todd Monken and transitioning this offense away from what, from what Greg Roman put in, put in the place on your behalf. Look, there's no question they're trying to do that, but it still comes down to the business at hand which is the structure of the contract, fully guar- what is fully guaranteed at signing, and for how long am I going to be a Baltimore Raven and whether or not this is a legacy, you know, lifetime type of contract. That's really what is at, you know, at the crux of this entire issue, regardless of whether or not Odell Beckham is there or anyone else is there. And I, I don't think Odell would expect it any other way. We shouldn't expect it any other way, so we'll see what happens. Lewis, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, Greg, <clears throat> you mentioned Greg Roman. We know what that offense is all about. We, we mentioned you mentioned Tony mm-hmm. Munkin coming over from Georgia to run a pass-friendly, happy offense. Last week, though, Lewis, mm-hmm. Roethlisberger had some choice words, so to speak, about Lamar's play right. and putting the ball in the air versus right. when it's on the ground. You know, he says you don't fear him mm-hmm. just sitting around in the pocket picking you apart. What do you? What's your assessment of what he said? Yeah, man. See, this is what I'm talking about. All right, if you go back and you look at Ben's career in Pittsburgh and you look at the wide receivers, Keyshawn, that Ben has had at his disposal, starting with Heinz Ward, Santonio Holmes, Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, Deontay Johnson, you know, Bruce Arians being his coordinator early in his career. Wasn't Plax It's there? not even close oh, to being Plax an Apple. Wasn't Is it? I'm trying to think back in 2000. Yeah, because Eli came in with. Robert I can't remember. I went Eli back. I didn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back to. I went back to 2007, which is far enough. Okay, the names I just rattled off for you are enough. That's enough right there. All right. So understand the context is important here, and what he had at his disposal, and the offense that was constructed in Pittsburgh looked far different than the offense that was constructed in Baltimore to get to get. Lamar onto the field and get him up to speed and get him producing for this franchise quickly. Now, there's no doubt it needs to undergo a transformation, and they're trying to do that. But Lamar has had look at look at the names that Lamar has had. If I ran down that list since 2018, who he has had, the kind of the guys he has had. Okay, Hollywood Brown, Sammy Watkins, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, uh, Miles Boykin. These are um, Willie Sneed. These are the guys that he's had. Then listen to the list of people that Pittsburgh has had. Okay? And look at the offense that they ran, run in Baltimore. And then think about what Bruce Arians had in play in Pittsburgh. Lewis? It's totally different. Lewis? It's totally different. And I can just, I'll just end the argument right there. Lewis, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to add this in because it, it yes, you supports your argument. In spite <laughs> of all that, the data that we have on each guy about passing from the pocket Lamar Jackson has both a higher passing percentage and a higher QBR from the pocket based on available data on both guys. In spite of all that. Yep. Look, 
Look, I've seen it. Look, we did a game in Baltimore. We did, we did let's see, one, two games of Baltimore, three games of Baltimore when I was on Monday night. One in, in Baltimore when they played Indianapolis, and, Baltimore, and Lamar just went crazy. Uh, Baltimore in Cleveland on Monday, which is one of the most exciting games of the past 10 years on Monday Night Football. And then the, and then the playoff game down in Tennessee. The guy, quite honestly, he can do whatever it is that you need him to do. But we all know. See, what, what's interesting is, you know, we, we care about supporting structure and supporting cast with quarterbacks when it's convenient for us to care about it. And then we ignore it when it doesn't support our argument when we want to either, you know, when we want to bring down a quarterback and or advance a narrative or a belief that we have about a guy. And with Lamar, it's funny how the goalposts and the narratives and or the context changes all the time when we talk about this guy. We leave out, we conveniently leave out information all the time about him to either support him and or degrade him or knock him down, which is just, it's just bizarre that it's been like this. It started since, you know, the whole pre-draft nonsense about he needs to go to wide receiver, play running back, whatever it was. It started since then. But the facts of the matter are this. Look, the statistics, as you just pointed out, Max, support the fact that this guy can win from the pocket And as far as context, when you're talking about people that he has been able to play with and line up with on a consistent basis, it doesn't even come close to what Ben had. And look, Ben Ben was at one of the best organizations in all of football his entire career and had some fantastic weapons. Pittsburgh does a better job of developing wide receivers maybe than anyone in the National Football League over the past 15, 20 years, definitely since Mike Tomlin has been there. They developed wide receiver after wide receiver after wide receiver. They've done it for a long, long time, going back to my days in the 90s. They have historically done a great job of doing that. Do you want me to like name the list again of wide receivers that Lamar has had at his disposal since he's been in Baltimore? No. I mean, do we really need to go through that exercise no, again? No, I key while no, you're doing it, maybe. No, I don't want you to because my stomach is going to start hurting. <laughs> so look, man, let's let's just be let's just be real about it when we're talking about this guy. Let's objectively. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit subjective, but let's objectively evaluate what he has done in his career and what he can continue to do going forward, provided the right structure. Look, the whole Todd Monk and hiring, when you think about what he did at Georgia and their usage of 12 personnel down there in Georgia, two tight ends, two wides, you know, they're number one in, in, in the power five in terms of operating out of that personnel grouping, attacking the middle of the field with the tight ends that they had down there with Stetson Bennett, at quarterback. This is the kind of thing that you can envision in Baltimore with them being a between-the-number centric type of passing game. That's where Lamar wants to live. That's where he has done very well. The play-action passing game, getting him under center, strong running game, support the first and second down play-action passing game. He will continue to develop on third down with guys like Odell Beckham and if Rashad Bateman can stay healthy. Look, his career still is on an upward trajectory. He knows it. Baltimore knows it. They know they need to transition away from what they've been under Greg Roman. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. But let's just be fair and let's just be objective about evaluating this guy because it's just getting out of hand. It's getting stupid, actually. Don't forget, Lamar, it's not too late to change the receiver. All right. Thank you very much, Lewis Riddick, as (laughs) always. (laughs) The funny thing is, with Odell in the fold, it's not impossible if Lamar comes back, he might catch a pass in the Super Bowl, right? Odell can throw it. Yeah. All right. There it is. Lewis Riddick, ESPN. Thank you, Lou, as always. We're going to get to your calls in a bit. But next, Jay, Keyshawn Johnson tells you the best landing spots for each of the five draftable quarterbacks in that first mm. round. KJM, ESPN Radio. The Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max Podcast.
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel impossible to keep up with, but we can help. I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News, because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max huh. presented by huh. Progressive huh. Insurance. Huh. 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 D.M. X. Uh, and uh, best landing spots. Oh yeah, that's right. I said DMX. Yeah. This is this it's is a MOP. Up. Yeah, MOP was whoo. Annie up. And, by the way, Annie up is just one of several. Yes, MOP was live. Uh, best landing spot for each of the top five quarterbacks. Keyshawn Johnson. The floor is yours, Mr. Johnson. Is there, music? is there music? Is there music There's, that's going to lead him into? Oh, there, there it is. is. There it is. You're supposed to ask me so, questions, Max. Oh, I did. I don't Keyshawn. think you can hear me. Best landing spot for each of the top five quarterbacks, Key. Yeah, but you're I'll start off. Key, I got it. Key, I got it. Key, I got it. I got it. Let's go first off, Key. C.J. Stroud. There Best landing go. spot. Go ahead. I, I think if C.J. Stroud goes number one overall, and I can say this pretty much for all the quarterbacks, but something makes me believe that Hey, when you look at the Carolina Panthers and you look at the coaching staff and what it is that they like, they like big, strong quarterbacks like they're used to. Frank Reich, along with Jim Caldwell, who's his special assistant, but also a beautiful mind as far as an offensive coordinator goes. He's not calling the plays, but he's in the building. Carolina certainly fits best for C.J. Stroud. All right, next up, Keyshawn Johnson, Bryce Young. You know, (sighs) Bryce Young – I can say the same thing for him with the Carolina Panthers, but I'm going to say the Houston Texans. The Mm. reason I believe this is because when you talk about what is the foundation of building in Houston, it's going to be defense with DeMarco Ryans coming over, D'Amico Ryans coming over from the San Francisco 49ers as the defensive coordinator. They want to build on defense. That's what the principles are. Then you have a quarterback that has some ability with an offensive line that's probably going to be struggling up until some point. He has some mobility. He knows how to escape the pocket and buy time to push the football down the field. So I think Houston at number two is good place for Bryce Young. Okay, the Kentucky superstar coming out, Will Levis. Well, I can barely hear you, but I know you said Will Levis. I like Indy for Will Levis. I don't know why. I just think when I look at Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, that's their style quarterback, Carson Wentz, so to speak. Matt Ryan, they want big. They want strong arm guys. This is an indoor facility for him. I think it'll be a, a good spot for him. He doesn't have to play right now. Give him some time to learn the NFL game, a year or so, but immediately put him into the lineup when he's ready to go. Okay, Key, the quarterback who had the most exciting quarterback day, throwing day, hit the scaffold at the top of the building, Anthony Richardson. 
I think Anthony Richardson can fit in any of those spots, but I would put him on the Las Vegas Raiders, Jay. I think Ooh. if he goes and he learns a couple years, Jimmy Garoppolo sits and he plays. Jimmy Garoppolo plays while he sits two years or so. Anthony Richardson learns how to play pro football, meaning a pro quarterback with Josh McDaniels. I think that would be a good spot for him. They'll probably they, – maybe they don't have to move up to get him. Maybe he sits where they're at. I think they're at seven. I think that would be a good landing spot for him. And, Key, last but not least, I think one of the most intriguing prospects in the draft from the quarterback position, Tennessee standout, Hendon Hooker. You know, you, 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 ACL injury, he won't play at all in his next coming season in 2023-24. He'll be a, basically a red shirt. So you want to find a situation that makes perfect sense for that. Maybe there's a Seattle in his life where Geno Smith, who's on basically a one-year deal, maybe a two-year deal, you get a guy like this, get him healthy, he fits right in the Pete Carroll system and what they want to do in the Pacific Northwest. Key, you think he goes in the first round? You think, uh, is, is, is he there or do you think he ends up being like a second rounder? No, I think I think he would have probably could have been the number one overall pick if he had finished the season. You just got to remember, Jay, he's got enough film and it's an ACL. ACL yeah. injuries are like toenails falling off nowadays, right? They mm-hmm. come right back on, guys are playing. So... If you can redshirt him in the 23-24 season, then I think you look at it and you say, okay, a year, two years from now, that ACL be completely healed. You put him behind a guy like a Geno Smith. He learns in the building. He learns what being a quarterback is all about, and you steal him. Now, maybe where they're picking is a little high. Maybe they could drop down. Maybe they could climb back into the first round and get him at the bottom. But he's the first-round grade, I'm sure. This is what I'm curious about, Key, when it comes to Hendon Hooker. And you and I discussed this a little bit last week, but I talked to a lot of people now who have, a bunch of people, who have said, no, nah, he's a system quarterback. And, and that combined with his age and the injury. But I'm thinking, well, hold on a second. The only thing that would lower him, in my view, would be if he is a system quarterback. Because age, whatever. So he's good right away and he doesn't play 20 years. Well, who cares? And injury, you're going to get better from the injury. To me, he should be the number one guy, if not for right. So unless he – do you see he's actually good or is he a system quarterback? No, they're all system quarterbacks. They all thrive in systems. That's just just a a narrative to set because of the style and Josh Heupel in Tennessee where there's all these wide splits and the receivers are basically at the Gatorade buckets. So he has all this room to manipulate the football. So the one thing people want to say, he's a system quarterback. Well, Zach Wilson was a system quarterback at BYU, okay? And Mitch Trubisky was a system quarterback at North Carolina. Yeah, but why point to them? That means stay away. And Trevor Lawrence was a system quarterback at Clemson. I mean, I could go on and on and on. You know, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. I just name every quarterback is a system quarterback. So he'll be Tom the steal of the draft in the Key? system at Michigan. He'll be the steal of the draft if he Eventually. falls. Then, yeah, I, I think I think he will be. Uh, I don't know about a steal of the draft, but it certainly has value. He's a quarterback, and everybody needs quarterbacks. He looked good to me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not paying as close attention to some of our football people, but I know Hendon Hooker looked right to me. And his age, I, I, as far as the age go, Max, I'm that, not concerned about that. Come on, man, please. Key, yeah. I, I, I keep thinking about what would be a good fit for him, and I know that you said Seattle could be a good fit, but if you're if you're Minnesota and you be looking at Kirk Cousins, you're like, why why not Hendon Hooker there? Like that could be a really interesting prospect for him, considering his age and his experience. 
Hendon yeah, Hooker looks like he's ready good. to play as soon as he gets healthy. Right? As soon as he gets healthy, he'd be ready to play. Minnesota would be a good spot. Yeah. I just like I, – I, I like Pete Carroll, and I like – what I've seen him do with yeah. those style quarterbacks in the past. The trust. Lakers got game one. Is this series over, KJM? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.